This episode is powered by Waggle. Waggle is an agile and comprehensive employee voice platform and truly improves engagement. Thank you. So, hello and welcome to another episode of Engagement Zone, formerly the podcast driven by the Employee Engagement Awards and Alliance, and now driven by Inspiring Workplaces. If you've missed the news, that's right, we are now Inspiring Workplaces. The two businesses over from, that have been built up over the past six years uh, have merged. Uh, we now have a new home, uh, inspiring-workplaces.com, where you can join the community for free. There is a lot of content to consume, including this podcast, uh, on-demand videos. We have free virtual events for you to attend and learn from uh, daily throughout July and August, 25-minute sessions, so you can dip in and out of them as you as you wish, um, because we, I feel like we're on the screen a lot at the moment. Uh, we're going to have free musical concerts as well uh, for you to enjoy, again, whether they be live or if you want to consume them on-demand. We're wanting to try and support another industry that's struggling right now because obviously uh, nobody's going to no, nobody's going to gigs uh, or pubs, uh, and well, they shouldn't be going to pubs, in my opinion, anyway. So, so thank you very much for being here on our podcast. Uh, we've got a great guest um, for you today, uh, and uh, originally uh, from from my part of the world, north of the wall, I'd have said uh, in Scotland. But now she's not from the Bronx. She's a New Yorker, head of talent at, at an OD at. Sabra uh, Dipping Company, before then, best part of a decade at Heineken, uh, my favourite beer. Uh, well, I'm trying not to drink that at the moment because I'm trying to fit in some clothes for a wedding, uh, my wedding. Uh, that's not going that well. Uh, and, and Bank of Scotland, BNY Mellon, uh, please welcome to our podcast the awesome Kat Kennedy. Hello. Hey there, how you doing? So will we start with uh, will we start with just checking do you like hummus? So Sabra Dipping Company is a hummus company and do you eat hummus? Super important, Matt. Love hummus and I love the pita bread I put in the hummus. <laughs> okay, love that. That's going to help you get into your wedding suit. You know that, right? I know. It's literally no carbs. Um, it's it's going really badly. Uh, I had had a barbecue, socially distanced barbecue, over the weekend uh, with masks to see my best friend's uh, little new new his first child, little daughter, who's probably been on this planet for about three months. It's the first time I've seen her. Anyway. Uh, Barbecue food, buns, burgers, sat in the sunshine. I, my, I'm the whitest of white people you'll ever meet. So in 20 minutes, I'd had two burgers and I was burnt. So it was uh, it, it went well for me over the weekend. Um, how, how was yours? It was the 4th of July weekend, I believe, in, in, in North America. It went in the United States. 4th of July weekend, big holiday weekend for everybody here and really different because everybody's um, quite restricted in what they can do, right? So we are, we're all in different phases of, uh, you know, getting back to normal after uh, COVID-19. Um, it always feels like a funny weekend for me. Uh, I always feel like I don't have the right to celebrate it because it's freedom from our people that... Uh, that's being celebrated i think it's just me that feels that nobody ever makes me feel that way uh so i uh i didn't i didn't partake in, in any uh in any celebrations albeit they were really very low-key um and i spent the weekend uh just being reminded about how much i love lenny kravitz i heard it uh, you know over till it's over 
and at the beginning of the weekend and it just reminded me about how much I love that guy uh, and his music so I spent the entire weekend listening to Lenny Kravitz uh, just rocking out in my little apartment which is quite good Fantastic. Did you listen to the cover of American Woman as well? That would have been a very uh, typical song for the 4th of July weekend. Yeah, he's just, he just he just rocks, doesn't he? Like, I think he just, he's so, um, you know, maybe some of the things that we're going to talk about today, like, he's just so assured in his own skin, isn't he? Uh, yeah. So not only is he a talented person, but, you know, he's so assured just in terms of kind of who he is and how he shows up. I just love the guy. But I forgot. But I forgot that I loved them. Like that's rude, right? Like I, I haven't listened to Lenny Kravitz music for a long time. Uh, I forgot how much I loved them. Well, he uh, he's so cool, and as I said earlier, I'm definitely gonna be listening, going straight on to iTunes, getting that playlist down, and and the album specifically, and letting that go throughout my day. So, thank you for reminding me of Lenny too. Um, so look. Uh, You've highly experienced, worked all over the world, uh, different companies. So, how can we create better workplaces? You know, what, what's at the heart of it for you? Where, where's your passion? Gosh, I think, um, especially during this time, it maybe just highlights some of the things that I think have changed with HR, right? So, when I think about when I started, you know, doing this stuff and dabbling in this game, uh, you know, what I do today is entirely different. I mean, for me, this is about how we make the workplaces a little more human. Um, you know, I think we'd kind of, you know, swung the pendulum too far in the other direction. We had kind of lost our way a little bit. Uh, business is about people. And, you know, I think even over, you know, when I think about the last five years, you know, most of the work that I've done has centered around, you know, people, culture, purpose, you know, and now into things like, you know, employee voice and just how do we, so in becoming more human, how do we actually, you know, help integrate people into how it is that we make some of the decisions about, you know, our people strategy? How do we work with people to build solutions as opposed to, you know, in a vacuum or, you know, in a in a busy meeting room somewhere just coming up with a cunning plan, right? We don't need to do that. And I think, you know, it's letting go of some of these stereotypes. It's, uh, you know, it's putting people at the heart of what we do. And that sounds really cliched, but I think, you know, we now have an opportunity to be, more disruptive and what I mean by that is just to think differently about some of the things that we do uh, but for me I think people are also employees are voting with their feet right like if we're not as HR professionals if we're not coming up with something that's both relevant and valuable to them uh, then it's obsolete and it's obsolete very quickly uh, so yeah I mean I think the game has changed I think it's changed for the better uh, I think it feels more real it's much more centered around people culture purpose um, and it's about, you know, building something that's better together, uh, you know, not doing things to people, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. You know, one of the stereotypes, I guess, is, you know, they're here to work. We're paying them money. They, they do what we tell them to do. Um, and that, I mean, I think that kind of attitude immediately always just takes that the humanity out of it. Um, how, how, can we, how can we stop those stereotypes? Um, what what can we do? What can we say to these the, the, the leaders that believe this um, to, to actually make a, a better workplace, people first? I just think it's helping them understand um, the important part that they play, right? Like people have to lead from where they are. This isn't about, you know, kind of everybody experiencing seismic change as a, you know, as a leader, but we have to help them understand that this is a, you know, working now is, is a mutual commitment. 
right? So we have no, you know, we have no rights over people. They, they, they come here because they choose to. And the duty that we have to make something a really great working experience, something that's stimulating where people can learn and develop, you know, a, a ton of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it might be around the tools that, that we provide or or the frameworks that, that, that we roll out, but, it's, but it starts with leaders. And, you know, these guys have to, you know, lead from where they are. And that means, you know, we have to help them be much more aware of the shadow that they cast and how they impact the employee experience at work. We're having to have conversations around, you know, a social contract. Uh, you know, we're introducing this notion of, you know, pe- people are here through choice. Um, you know, it's not, the name above the door isn't enough to bring people to bring people in. And if you rest back on your laurels, uh, we, need to, we need to up our game. Um, and, but, but it's not to make that feel frightening or intimidating, right? Like, this isn't, it's not a race or a test. Um, you know, if we, if we really, you know, if we, if we think about um, authentic leadership, you know, this is something that is, is built over time. We're all in evolution. We're all a work in progress. Nobody is a finished article, but it's just introducing some of these concepts. It's about helping people understand and it's about showing them the way. It's not, it isn't about right or wrong. It's not, and some of this isn't formal training. It's coaching and conversation everybody's having to make adjustments everybody's learning and i think it's just how we create a safe environment for people to be able to do that to start where they are um and you know to and to do that you know as as they would naturally evolve as you know as as people it's not i don't think it's something that you know we can it's not an indoctrination right it's not a new religion that's going to catch on overnight it, it isn't that I think it's it's about psychological safety. It's about being very clear about expectations, but it's about helping people know and understand what good looks like. And I, I suppose as well, if, as you were saying earlier, if you've got if you're clear about your mission and your purpose, and that people are buying into that shared shared mission and values, then then they're already on board with that thinking and and, and want to be part of that journey. That m- might make all of this a lot easier. It does. And I think, you know, we also need to create an environment where it's okay to be vulnerable and say, I don't know, or, you know, this, this scares me or, uh, you know, can I have some help with that? And I, and I think that, you know, that's, that's courageous, isn't it? Uh, you know, just to, you know, to also be able to have kind of that environment where it's so open and people can speak up, right? I mean, we see the danger of not speaking up every day in our society and our, you know, and in work. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I think it's also just really important that, that people feel that that's all part of being yourself, right? If, you know, we're all going to bring the best of ourselves to work, not just employees, right? But also leaders. Leaders are also employees. And, you know, when we, so when we talk about that, we have to talk about it for them as well. It's not something that they're just going to provide for their people. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's all part of, you know, them being able to bring the best of themselves to everything that they do and and it being okay for them not to do it every single day right uh because we're human and we just also need to create a bit of compassion a bit of understanding i i the thing of it, not doing it every day is i've just, this morning i woke up I was having my coffee the one before i spilled the other one um and I just suddenly realised I haven't really had a day off since lockdown. Um, you know, obviously trying to bring inspiring workplaces together, and I would have definitely had had a, a period of time off by now. Um, and 
I, I, I felt a bit sluggish and I, I now realise I just need a, a few days off. So we, I've given, given myself a couple of days off and the team offered them uh, free, free holiday days. It doesn't come out of their annual leave as well. See if they wanted some time off and they, they jumped at the chance. They've been having time as well. But it's really important to realise you can't be at peak performance all the time. I also just had a really weird... Uh, 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 train of thought about being vulnerable and you know, being able to make mistakes at work in a safe environment. And I don't know how, why why it came to me and has never done so before. But when you were saying it, I just suddenly went back to the classroom where I don't think the classrooms that I grew up in were very safe environments where you could feel vulnerable or make a mistake without <laughs> without either the teacher or or your fellow students all absolutely ripping into you for for <laughs> for making a mistake or or saying something wrong. So I'm I'm wondering whether the workplace is ta- is tackled with trying to undo a lot of bad uh, bad habits that you uh, 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 forced upon you at childhood. Actually, um, I know that's way off tangent, but you know I, I'm I'm a huge advocate of psychologically safe businesses and bringing bringing your true self to work. But maybe we're trying to right some wrongs that happened 20 years ago in some people. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think I don't I don't disagree with that. I think um, it's it's a it's a very relevant point of view. I mean, I think you know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would say in contrast to that, we're not going to solve the problems that society can't. We are where we are. And, you know, it's we can make a difference every day. We have the opportunity every day that we get up to make slightly different choices, right? And, you know, we deal with, you know, I, I work with just some of the smartest people. Uh, they get this and they understand it. Does it mean that everybody can do it and just step into that space immediately? No. But it does mean that we have to just cut ourselves some slack. We have to just give ourselves permission to like get it wrong, uh, to step in and try to do our best, right? That's all that we ask, right? Are you doing your best every day? Um, and, you know, I think some of this stuff is, is, is just built over time, right? But, you know, that, that piece about, you know, holidays and taking time out and actually how do you give yourself permission? Because that's what it's about, right? Like who stopped you taking holidays over the last four months? No one. That was you, right? So, so how do you, you know, how do you balance? How do you understand what it is that you need uh, as a person to be at your best, right? And and rest and recuperation, recovery, like is an essential part of that. But everybody has a different way of doing it, right? So some people might, um, you know, a lot of my neighbours, uh, my much better human neighbours. Uh, they all go running and stuff in the morning, right? Or they go to the gyms when the gym was open and all that kind of stuff. Like they're, they're getting their release. They get, you know, they get a little bit of recuperation and recovery somehow. And people just have to work out, you know, what, what is that for you? We, because otherwise people will burn out. As a business, we, we, we mandated a holiday, right? So here in the US, we have quite a lot of public holidays. And we actually mandated an extra day on top of a, a, a public holiday, and what we said is, everybody's just going to take a holiday on the same day. And uh, the reason for that is, we know that you can only down tools when everybody else downs tools, right? And so, otherwise, you're going to be connected on your little device, you're going to be catching up on email and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, and we need you to have a break, because everybody is working full pill, everybody is, is at capacity, 
and we need you to take a step back because we're all going to be better if we do it. And so we're all going to take a step back at the same time and we're going to do it for just one day. Uh, and we did it and it had a really mixed reaction up to it. Um, you know, so there was everything from like, really, you're telling me when to take my holidays? Uh, and who are you? <laughs> uh, all the way to, well, this sounds like a great idea. Uh, and I've got like a ton of holidays left and I haven't used them. Uh, and so and so we did it. And it was amazing. Like it just was great, right? Like people came back and, and it was wonderful. You could feel the energy had been topped up. You could feel that people were feeling better because we did it. Um, and it's trying things like that. Like we were honest enough as an organization to go out and say, guys, this is an experiment. We don't know if this is going to work. We don't know if you're going to like it. Uh, but we think we need to do something and we're not doing it for ourselves. So we're going to help you help yourselves and we're just going to try it. It's an experiment. If it doesn't work, we'll never do it again. Are you in? I love, I love the honesty and the authenticity of that. Just, you know, look, we're, we're, this might be a mistake and we'll, we'll put our hands up if, if, if it turns out to be one, but get, let, let us make, let, let us try, you know, I think that's fantastic. Um, I, I was just suddenly thought that I think I probably usually get my, my recuperation actually when I, by traveling. I think that's suddenly why I found myself four months in without having any time off is, uh, I usually take a day or two either side of a, a trip, uh, just to go wandering around cities or parks. And I haven't had that. So that's, uh, yeah, I need to figure that one out, but, um, enough of me. Um, I think one of the areas where you and I have a, a definite shared passion and I'd love, I'd love to get your insight and expertise on it and, and how you've done it within organizations in the past and, and right now is the whole idea and concept of the, of employee ideas, uh, IP and so listening to them and acting upon them and, ha and how they can actually uh, transform an organization. Um, if you've got any insight around that area, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, so I just I caveat this with I have no expertise. I just want to be very clear. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not different to anyone else. I'm I'm just making it up. Uh, I love that. Yeah, I think um, you know. Listen, you know, we talk about you know the world of work moving towards something that's much more of a kind of joined up effort. That's much more of a conversation. Um, you know, I think back to you know maybe. Uh, my time at Heineken is probably a nice example to kind of talk you through, but um, you know we use we use this notion of employee voice uh, to tackle inclusion and diversity. So I'm not an inclusion and diversity person. I'm not I am not an expert. That's official. It's not. I'm not being sarcastic. Uh, I know nothing about that. It's not my expertise. Um, and we had a gap in the organisation, and we had you know demands from you know, our, our workforce that we had to do something in this space. And so, you know, we, we began to explore, you know, this notion of employee voice. Like, how is it that we hear the voice of the people at work? Um, and we introduced a tool called Waggle. That's W-A-G-G-L. So Waggle has, like, the greatest roots. If you don't know what Waggle is, it's the dance that the honeybees do in their hive. It's how they share information in their hive, right? If you can imagine these little dudes doing this little dance, maybe to Lenny Kravitz, don't know. Um, and uh, essentially, it's a crowdsourcing tool, right? So we can open source or crowdsource some ideas to try and solve a problem that we have, right? So, so we use this online crowdsourcing tool, super easy. Everybody got it. Uh, nobody need trained. We didn't need a job aid. 
Uh, we didn't need to explain it. All we had to say was click here. Uh, and we used it to solve the problem of inclusion and diversity. It didn't solve the problem, but it helped us know where to get started, right? Uh, so we asked the question, which is what, you know, if we were to go at this agenda, uh, what, you know, where is it that you would want us to start? Uh, discuss. And people just voted with their feet, right? So they were able to contribute. This is something that's transparent. It's, um, it's anonymous. Uh, people could say what they wanted um, and what resonated with most people then rose to the top, right? So you, so you answer this question, you then vote on other people's responses because you can see what they, how they respond and that can spark some more response in you. So it starts this dialogue of a conversation in an organisation to help us understand what's really important to you, right? We're not going to boil the ocean. We're not going to solve everything. But just tell us where to start. And they told us so clearly. Um, so, so the tool, uh, the, the tool's really clever, and it just it, it makes it makes our job so much easier if you're open enough to have the conversation and actually ask people what it is that they think. And the great thing about it for me is not only did it give us the answers, we were able to build a strategy out of this. We had priorities, goals, milestones for the next eighteen months. Um, it also held us accountable. Right. And as a business, that's really important. Right? So when you think about some of the employee engagement surveys and things that are more static that we ask questions around, how do you really affect change around some of those things? Whereas this actually holds the, the, the organization accountable. Because um, if you're going to ask a question and you're going to do it in an open and transparent way, you, you better do something with the answers. Right. And so what we were able to build was a strategy that people could hear their voice in it. So when people read through what it was that we were going to do as a plan, you know, some of the actions we were going to take, some of the initiatives that they then began to feel happening, that was their language. That was their thing. It was their idea. Um, and so we could, you know, we could sit in, in, our, in our, you know, super smart little office and, you know, bring in uh, consultants to tell us the, 400 things that we're, that we're doing wrong because uh, we weren't doing anything, let's be really clear. Um, we just had to ask our people and it sounds really simplistic and, and, I, and, I, and I'm telling you the story in a, maybe a, a, in a flippant way. It genuinely wasn't any harder than that. We asked a question, they answered it. The richness of the input was just incredible. Um, we asked for some volunteers to come and help us make sense of it and we brought you know, 13 people into a room for a day and we came out with an inclusion diversity strategy uh, and uh, a group of employees that would Sherpa, that would Sherpa uh, the work forward. So, like, if you think, you know, if you have an openness to it, there, there's things that can help you figure things out and we're not on our own. Um, but, you know, I, I appreciate that not every organisation would indulge in that. We definitely had moments of, but what if this happens, right? Well, and what if it does, right? Like, so what if somebody, you know, responds in a tool that everybody can see with something that's inappropriate? Well, okay, but do you trust your people? Like, do you, do you, like we're all adults, right? Like, we, we, you know, we come to work, like, just people like me and you, they're just ordinary people, right? And I keep, keep hearing the, the rule, keep hearing this more and more often now, 
people are you got to stop building rules on what if this one person does it and 99 other people don't do it <laughs> so you know let's let's you know let's build the stuff people who aren't going to be bad <laughs> yeah just don't lead by exception right like don't do that um if you can if you can like it's easy for me to say do it like you know, and if you think that we didn't have conversations with the attorneys to talk about, but what if somebody writes this? Um, you know, and for us to have a bigger conversation about what is the likelihood, though, right? And if they do, we'll deal with it. But actually, what if somebody makes an allegation, or because because this we were teetering into something that's a difficult subject, right? And you know, what if somebody makes an allegation, or you know, something like that? You know, my, I mean, my you know, my response, like, wouldn't you rather know? Yeah, I mean that's 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 honestly my 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 response to that. If there's if there's shit going down, wouldn't you rather know about it, uh, and so you can deal with it? Of course you would. Um, and so yeah, I mean it's it sounds like an easy statement to say, don't be afraid, but but like really, what what is it that you're afraid of? Um, you know, these are your people. You know them really well. They're adults. They can be trusted. Uh, they want to make things better together. Why would you not involve them in the conversation? So to so to use a tool like Waggle for us was very freeing for a number of reasons, not just around you know things like the inclusion and diversity work, but it helped us just see and understand that we could interact and communicate with our people in a very very different way, which was hugely beneficial, uh, you know, for us and for them. So I suppose when you see such an impact of that, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge advocate of, of what you've just uh, described, have been for a long time. Uh, they're adults. They know the business well. Why wouldn't you ask for their input on how to improve the business um, that they're spending all their time at? Um, um, I suppose sometimes that there could be a danger of going, oh, that, that worked really well. Let's do lots of it. <laughs> um was there ever any of that danger or were you just going actually no this is helping us focus where our priorities are in the business and we'll, we'll do we'll do it one at a time or maybe one or two in tandem uh you know how, how do you how do you how do you stop yourself i suppose from doing too much or not it's a good yes i mean it's a good it's a good question i don't i don't know i mean i think it's so powerful um there's a limit to what you can actually do, <clears throat> right? So, so there's just a there's a limit to what you can do because you have to act on whatever it is that people are telling you, right? Like some things are possible and some things are not, right? Um, but you know, for me, I think it's it's it, it's focused in on very specific pieces of work that just help us double down on that stuff in the moment that we need to. So whether it be inclusion and diversity. Um, uh, at Sabra, uh, we have used it during COVID, right? So just to really understand, like, what, what what is it that you would like to see more of, right? So, like, what are you not getting just now? We changed the way we ran our business like everybody else overnight. So we we brought in Waggle to help us understand, okay, what, what is it that, that, that you need? What, what do you need more of? Um, what, what is it that you know, in terms of kind of support, training, communication, uh, you know, tell us, guide us on what you want to see more or less of. 
Uh, we're just about to go out the door today, actually, with uh, our third COVID-19 pulse, which is, tell us about some of the things that actually you think we've benefited from, from working in a very different way. Um, like, help us understand what are the good bits, because it's very likely, much like any other organisation, uh, that this is going to change the way we work forever, uh, because we didn't think we can do this. and we've done it uh, and so we're just going to go out and understand you know what are our best bits like what's working really really well for everybody and what would we not want to lose from this time that we've had right and that doesn't that's not just you know flexible working and things like that um it's it, it's 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 almost like a way of being it's, it's been a very interesting time it's been a very interesting time are you able to share any of the uh, the insights on you know, what what they needed from you when it when it first hit and and, and what what you what you've done to help them help your help your people or is it too soon too confidential? No, 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 not at all. I mean, I think um, listen, there was really simple stuff like uh, so. You know, I'd imagine uh, if if anyone listens to this and you think about you know your uh, your employee engagement surveys that you've put out there, right? And so people more communication. We vote for more communication, better communication, right? Uh, and what? And, and so the difference is, what Waggle helped us understand is, oh, what is it about that? Uh, so what we so what we were able to read was really, really, really specific things. For example, one example would be, um, so we got together a, a situation team to think about you know how we how we run our business how we you know we would as, we are uh, we are an essential business here in the united states uh you know we're providing very nutritious plant based foods uh you know to to america we have an important job to do how do we you know how do we how do we keep that going through through these times uh and so we talked about the situation team and having a plan but we never ever actually talked people through what the plan was and so one of the things that we heard in waggle was very simple right stop telling me you've got a plan if you're not going to tell me what the plan is can you just tell me what the plan is uh and we were like oh oh, okay yeah right as opposed to just telling people guys we've got this um actually you know for us to be explicit that's a really simple thing right yeah (laughs) yeah but it was causing anxiety like so things like um you know how long are we going to work from home like the importance of somebody having a boundary of this is the next time that we will review this. So our messages in the initial stages, I'm sure like everybody else, had been, we're going to work from home till further notice. We'll let you know. TBD. Uh, okay. Um, and then what we read in Waggle was, this is like this is creating anxiety. Like, how long is this going to last? Uh, what we need to hear is, when is the next time you're going to review it? And what is the criteria that you're reviewing it against? Right. Oh, okay. We can do that. We can do that. We just needed to put a boundary in place because it felt endless and enormous to people, and it was a big change, right? A big, big change. So, like, really simple things. Like, there wasn't for us. There were silver bullets, though, right? If you can listen to your people and actually understand how you can make things better for them, and it's as easy as talking people through the plan when you've got a plan and not just telling them that you have a plan. then that's like winner winner chicken dinner, right? Like that's that's a no brainer that we would do that stuff, and it's not and it isn't difficult. Sounds like something out of Monty Python. We have this great plan. We have this this awesome plan. <laughs> We're not going to tell you what the plan is, but we've got a great plan. 
Yeah, it's completely unintentional, right? Like, because we're, you know, we're kind of sat here. We just want to, like, we just want to make you feel good and feel confident that, you know, we, we have got we have got a team of our very best people on this, right? You are important to us. This business is critical. And uh, and we, you know, we have the right attention on this. Um, and it just seems like such a simple next thing that we just didn't do, which is, and they're doing what? Uh, and so to help people understand that was effortless. But for everybody else, it was it was very much appreciated. So, well, look, um, thank you very much. Uh, it's our first first episode for for a while, uh, and what what a what a great guest to have had. Um, could talk for hours. I say this every single time. It's like Bruce, Bruce Forsyth in the UK. You know, you're my favourite. Um, but uh, you, you really could talk for hours on this. It's, I think we're getting in some really in, in interesting areas around COVID as well, and, and what we're doing now. Um, uh, if you want to look up Kat, uh, Kat's on, on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm, I'm sure she wouldn't mind you approaching her for any advice or to, to basically, uh, you know, have, have conversations as peers. Um, um, very passionate about what she does, as you can hear. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much. And if you've got any, like, last thought, views on anything we've spoken about. Yeah, I don't uh, – other than – just do it right like i think some of the things some of the things that we've talked about are abstract concepts for business right to bring an employee voice to bring in a tool a crowdsourcing tool to you know source your hr strategy some of that just sounds like voodoo doesn't it um you know my advice would be try it like just just feel the fear and do it anyway that's super cliche doesn't it but but really that that's what it is start small start where you are uh, bring in different tools um open your horizons to the other things that are out there to help you you don't have to come up with all the answers um if i was being on my best behavior and not swearing uh, jfdi is actually the best piece of advice that i could give you <laughs> And, and also, you know, I just in a cliche if we're going to do that is, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So, uh, yeah, so, so then go on and JFDI um, and see what happens. Um, I love it. I think that might, be, that might be the social post that we, we, we lead with. We just soundbite back this podcast with those, those few words. And anyway, thank you so much, Kat. Thank you for, for listening, everybody. Um, we will be we'll be back with another episode very soon. Uh, please check out Inspiring Workplaces if you haven't already. Uh, we'll also be bringing a, a new format podcast to the table uh, to actually uh, just a little bit different to Engagement Zone where we're, we're getting more in, more insights into the, the, the human behind the, the title, I guess, is what we might call it. And it's going to be called Inspire Club. Uh, and there's one rule to Inspire Club. For those of you who've seen Fight Club, it, it's not that same rule. Um, but anyway, thank you very much for listening. Uh, it's been a, it's been a treat to speak with Kat. And uh, thanks again, and speak soon. Cheers. Bye bye. <laughs>